what is the future of IndyCar going to look like? Now, obviously, the reason we're asking this question is because just last week, it was announced that the IndyCar, the IndyCar teams, I guess, uh, there's only two though. So, uh, like, in terms of engine manufacturers, yeah. so Honda and Chevrolet, along with IndyCar, have stopped the 2.4-liter engine program after spending millions <laughs> and millions in development and testing now, um, this past year, of that engine. It is being said that IndyCar will simply adopt the hybrid system onto current engines moving forward. I don't think a date was announced or, the t- or a timeline was announced for that. But yeah, uh, and then, you know, the, and then the IndyCar teams, Penske, all of these teams will be expected to adapt their current DW12 chassis to accommodate for that hybrid system. What is the identity? I, and, and the question coming out of this for me, at least, Vedant, is what is the identity of IndyCar moving forward? Because IndyCar was never a series that was, okay, I am like the pinnacle of motorsport, the pinnacle of innovation in motorsport, but they always kept up with the automotive trends in general, uh, sort yeah, of, yeah. right? Um, and which is why, you know, it's always about getting more automotive. The challenge for, in, for IndyCar has been to get more automotive manufacturers involved with the sport. And they haven't succeeded at doing that. They they failed with Toyota, they failed with Ferrari, and they failed with other manufacturers who might have shown interest uh, to come in. So it's just about, um, you know, Honda and Chevrolet. And both the teams said at the very start of the program that, hey, uh, start starting 2023-2024, we won't be able to provide more than 8 to 10 engines each. There just isn't enough budget for that. So that was also one of the reasons why, you know, this had to finally come to a halt after wasting so much money already on it. Yeah which seems absurd. Um, but anyway, to answer the question, what is the identity of, you know, IndyCar moving forward? Up until now, it's just been based on, okay, we are, I mean, it's safe to say they are one of the best racing spectacles, the greatest racing spectacle in open wheeler racing at least. Uh, but what is it moving forward? Because the sport has basically been stagnant. So they, they've used the same chassis, the same engine for 10 years, but I'd say the sport has been stagnant for five years. That being said, the racing has not deteriorated at all. Uh, we just saw this season, you know, it went down to the last race. Great season overall, great Indy 500 and whatnot, right? So where does IndyCar go from here? Does it just take the L and hope that its uh, followers and the people, you know, watching the sport, new followers forget about it? Or does IndyCar do something with it? Because there is also a risk with introducing the hybrid system and that is the current grid. Which is still bad because even now, like the engines are subsidized by IndyCar, so all the both the manufacturers, Honda and Chevrolet, basically are losing money running running these IndyCar yeah. programs, right? Uh, because and then the risk of introducing the hybrid system is can all the teams afford that? So right now we have on average I think 27, 28 cars on the IndyCar grid per race and an additional five uh, for the Indy 500, and you know. Introducing the hybrid system is basically introducing additional costs to every single driver's race program, every single car's race program in IndyCar. And it begs the question, with will smaller teams fall out uh, if that is done? Because if it's not introduced across the grid, then you're looking at a, B- a weird BOP in IndyCar, which is not going to be fun for a couple of seasons until all cars have the hybrid system, right? So there's all these different aspects to this question, but... Obviously, we are waiting for your view on it after I stop yeah. talking. I mean, I, see, I haven't been following IndyCard for, for, you know, as long as other people, or even as long as you have, have been. But 
they have been using the same chassis they have been using the same engines for forever and i i don't i don't know if there is a plan for a chassis change or it... no it was it was it, it it came up like the question came up when yeah. they were doing the engine change um but uh, you know they said oh no which is not adapt the current chassis to fit the new engine yeah we, exactly we because indycar the biggest problem with indycar is budget i mean i know from uh, budget is the biggest issue in motor racing right yeah all of motorsport yeah. but for indycar it's it's especially unique for indycar i mean what these teams like the budget that these teams have the the only reason indycar is working right now it's it's running right now is because they can go on with a low like teams can go on with a low budget you see so many smaller teams come up in indycar and like we see teams just doing a couple of races because they can afford to do that just doing the indy 500 and things like that right so again you know introducing hybrid systems as you said will only increase the budget and i mean at this point i'm just repeating what you said but i don't i don't see how indycar can move forward without i don't know doing something so like i guess the question the question changes here right because i gave way too much information is like basically we are now speculating what should indycar do to move forward and i guess stay relevant or stay just ex- as exciting and continue to grow its consumer base yeah i mean i don't know because the the innovation that i don't have any answer for that i'm so sorry <laughs> i mean indycar indycar produces good <laughs> because- racing indycar is not going growing anywhere in any direction as such but introducing i mean if if you risk your basically if you risk losing out your participants your manufacturer your the teams that are participating with you in in your championship sorry then you lose the championship and if you don't innovate if you don't do anything different then you just lose out on you know growing as such so it's a very fine balance and and it it's just not even about you know doing anything different it's also about simply keeping up like even a series like imsa that does not race as many times uh, you know doesn't have the budget of indycar even they have been able to attract more manufacturers in the top class uh, they are having more and more cars every year and um, they have gone hybrid as well so wrc has gone hybrid okay you can't expect ara to go hybrid anytime <laughs> soon <laughs> um you know but all the other racing series are going hybrid all the other racing series have more engine or like manufacturers yeah. per se than indycar so in indycar's facing a lot of problems and marketing was one of the one of the other problems which apparently according to new sources uh, roger penske and his team received a letter from five top indycar drivers or the union of indycar drivers something like that i mean there isn't an actual union of indycar drivers but something like that regarding you know uh, upping the marketing uh, efforts of of indycar so indycar is in a weird place where it has multiple problems even though it has been doing so great as a as a sporting yeah, spectrum i mean i think in, indycar is just sustaining itself you know off yeah, of that sporting just, just go on yeah. with it just meet your targets just you know match up your uh, course and don't grow till there's anything is there till there is any need for it 
just just do what you're doing sort of but to grow to to do anything different to do basically to meet the the market and the industry as such they would need more manufacturers to get involved because that's the only way the budget increases that's the only way anything innovative or anything you know happens in any direction as such i guess yeah yeah and and i think you know indicar is obviously i think indicar just announced announced the tv series uh, 100 days to indicar uh, which in 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 collaboration with cw which i had not even heard of until they announced that collaboration with cw yeah. and vice <laughs> um so, so so they are making efforts but i think i think the two things they really need to tackle is okay how do we get more manufacturers and how do we allow teams to grow from a technical standpoint uh and that is why you know introduce how can we introduce new technologies at a very low cost uh so that we don't lose as many participants because i think indicar would like to have somewhere between like somewhere around 24 cars on average per race even if they lose out you know a few teams for a couple of years until uh those hybrid systems are available uh you know at a cheaper price later on yeah. or until other teams can build their budgets So I think yeah I think the biggest problem in my opinion at least that IndyCar is facing is one marketing which seems it seems that you know starting to tackle but I also believe that you know the teams themselves need to spend a lot more on their own marketing because you have to realize that okay yes even before like F1 started spending on its marketing the team started much earlier on and capitalized on the fact that you know F1 was not doing a lot of marketing and they grew their marketing departments to be really strong and to have a really good presence across uh, social media you know with fan engagement and all of that and it seems most of the marketing that is coming out of indicar at the moment is by drivers doing it themselves whether that is you know drivers doing podcasts like the bus bros podcast or drivers posting the, on their own social and things like that N- not a lot of uh, you know social media content is being created by even the teams themselves let alone indicar so i think it needs to be a two pronged approach where even the teams get involved like i understand the budgets are low but that is one other way where how you can increase your budget in the future right so like even a team like glickenhaus did a great job with yeah. their social media when even before they started out in wec so there's a lot to learn i feel and you know some of these indicar teams need to jump on that ship of that marketing ship and really grow their brand across uh, across the sport and again like i said you know the second thing thing is getting that third manufacturer in now when when the ferrari thing happened when you know when ferrari apparently approached indicar and they said okay we're not interested in this because we can't build our own chassis right i wonder what are the different reasons why other manufacturers especially like someone like toyota who is involved in nascar who does have an engine uh, who has multiple programs in multiple motorsports across not just us but across the world why are they hesitant to enter indicar why are they saying no over and over again because you would imagine someone like toyota or even ford for the, for the matter of fact you know might want to invest uh, in indicar and until unless like obviously we know and we we can't share our views on it and it'll just be speculation so it's kind of pointless there but it it just begs the question what is indicar doing that is stopping these teams from investing do the chassis rules need to be opened up does dallara need to become just a so, chassis yeah. supplier instead of you know for the series instead of you know being the sole supplier you know being one of the three or one of the four suppliers of the chassis like we have in let's say uh, LMP2 where i think we have like an oreca chassis and some other chassis to go along mm-hmm. with that in in endurance racing uh so it it just begs the question what does really indica need to do to continue pushing the technical side of things instead of simply allowing the teams yeah, to survive yeah absolutely and i mean you started 
with marketing and I'm, I just want to add the only team doing some sort of marketing in IndyCar is McLaren because they have a, a Formula One side to it as well and they have the budget and they have everything. And even IndyCar themselves, like I mean, even the tweets that they put out are not... Like, there's nothing happening. <laughs> they, they put out a tweet or an Instagram post for the pool sitter and they put it out for the grid and they put it out for the result. I don't think they put out any more tweets during the race or, you know, even like they don't put it out very often. So even they are not engaging with the community themselves. And that is where the issue lies. additional tweets will gradually make a difference in, in that sort of way. Yeah, and I think, you know, they need to realize something like Formula One, it is that they need to put out content on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> they have a free yeah. resource that they're not... YouTube. And and the funny thing is, I was just... Uh, so, I, I went to the Chassisim boot camp, uh, which, which I told you about. I was just in Indy last week. And guess where the Chassisim boot camp was held? It was held in the offices of the IMS production building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I have never seen a quieter production house. Obviously, it's off-season and all of that, but... Uh, you know, it's it's just funny. Yeah, I, I think IndyCar has a lot of problems on its hand on its hands. And while things seem great from a sporting perspective, um, it they have to do something. I mean, Firestone, I think they're bringing like green tires or sustainable tires or something uh, to the sport next year or the year after. Uh, I think they tested it at one round uh, this past year. So Firestone is doing things, but again, you know, the technical aspect. I mean, I I believe that even the teams would want something to move forward. You know. Even the teams, I'm assuming, get bored running the same car over and over again, which is why we've seen Andretti and Penske uh, really branch out into other sports, whether that's Formula E, Extreme E, and all of these other smaller sports, you could say almost, uh, in order to grow their racing programs. Yeah, and I mean, at the same time, with zero innovation and zero uh, sort of, you know, things to catch on to, you end up with the hierarchy that exists and the hierarchy just get stronger since there's no jeopardy since there's no sort of gray area the lower teams can't really catch on and they can't really make the best out of it as such and you know the top three remain the top three and the fourth team can only reach the top three if they have the budget sort of what mclaren are doing i mean yeah so it 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 it, again it becomes just a sustainable sort of sport which doesn't go anywhere but like sustainable until when? When when does an IndyCar fan say, all right, like, yes, the racing's great, but I'm sort of like bored with the sport because there's nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> because let's be honest, let's be honest. You don't watch, yes, racing, having great racing is the biggest part of watching motorsport. But how long before you say, um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, 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 yeah we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what Penske Penske Entertainment does with the IndyCar series.